This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Today on State of the World, some Palestinians in Gaza begin to express anger towards Hamas. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories, up close, where they're happening. I'm Christine Arismeth. It's been four months since the Islamist group that controls Gaza launched its surprise assault on Israel that killed 1,200 people, according to Israeli figures. The Hamas attack prompted Israel's punishing bombardment of Gaza, which has killed more than 27,000 people, according to Gaza health officials. Civilians there are paying a heavy price, and their anger at Hamas is rising, as NPR's Daniel Estrin reports. There have been a few rare protests in Gaza in recent weeks. In this video of one recent protest shared on social media, protesters chant, The people want a ceasefire. They name the leaders of Israel and Hamas, Netanyahu and Sinwar, Enough war and enough destruction. The anger at Israel is clear. It's the deadliest war Palestinians have ever faced. But calling out Hamas is noteworthy. First, because Hamas does not tolerate dissent and has broken up protests over the years. And second, because Palestinians tend to rally around Hamas during wartime for standing up to Israeli oppression. But NPR's producer in Gaza, Anas Baba, has documented growing voices of dissent. Hamas has destroyed us, says Adnan Abdelal. He had to flee his home and then fled for safety three more times. Now he's living out of a backpack. Here's what he says about Hamas's decision to ambush Israel on October 7th. I don't know if they thought about it and what would happen to us. We didn't receive any warning to leave. Now we just look for a loaf of bread to eat. During the war, bread lines last hours. Bakeries don't have enough flour, fuel, and cooking gas. Suher Safi says Hamas should, quote, give consideration to their people. Every shepherd is responsible for his flock. 30-year-old Abdus Salam al-Ghul says Hamas's attack was an honorable act against Israeli oppression. But he says Hamas miscalculated because Hezbollah and Iran didn't join the attack. He says Hamas prepared its fighters for this war, but not its civilians. He says the resistance says it's ready for rounds of combat for months and years. So are we, but provide us with our daily bread so we resist together. On Facebook, many Gazans have been alluding to their frustration with Hamas's leader. One man named Sami al-Hilu wrote, A captain takes the ship to where the people want. A pirate takes the ship to where he wants. A man named Mohanad Meherez wrote, An entire generation in Gaza never saw a tank in their lives. The crazy man brought the tanks to the center of the refugee camp because of stupidity. To be clear, Hamas still has supporters in Gaza. A recent poll found more than half of Gazans support Hamas's decision to attack October 7th. Most of those surveyed didn't think Hamas committed atrocities that day. 
And more than half think Hamas will survive the war, despite Israel's goal to crush it. Hamas is still managing to attack Israeli soldiers, and Hamas has even reasserted itself as a governing force, paying partial salaries to civil servants and sending police officers to patrol. Because uh, Hamas, uh, they consider that uh, they are the winner in this war. Dolfikar Sawerjo is in Gaza. He used to be active in a leftist Palestinian political party. The message he says Hamas wants to project? They didn't lose uh, the war because Hamas, uh, until now, Hamas is Hamas. The bigger war, as he puts it, is what Hamas will face after the fighting is over. The colossal task of rebuilding a decimated Gaza. He thinks Hamas will have to change from an outlier opposition force to a participant in the internationally recognized Palestinian movement, the PLO, committed to the goal of an independent Palestinian state alongside Israel. Hamas, they are smart enough to understand what's happening and what is coming in the future. Because of that, they will change. People will obligate them to change because they will not accept to have another war, another catastrophe. People will not accept to continue this forever. As he puts it, I lost my job, my business. I lost my house. I lost everything. I want Hamas to do something for me. Daniel Estrin, NPR News. That's the State of the World from NPR. A special thanks to our State of the World Plus listeners for supporting our journalists around the world. If you like what you hear and are able to join them in making our reporting possible, please sign up at plus.npr.org or on our show page in Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. The economy can sometimes feel like a big, scary wilderness filled with jargon and unreadable charts. The Planet Money podcast is here to help. We love spreadsheets. Yeah, let us be your guide to the global economy. We brought snacks. Is that trail mix? It's actually gorp. That's Planet Money from NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, hosts Lizanne Saunders, Schwab's chief investment strategist, and Kathy Jones, Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, along with their guests, analyze economic developments and bring context to conversations around stocks, fixed income, the economy, and more. Download the latest episode and subscribe at schwab.com oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts.